I'm Jessica, and this is Homecoming, finding yourself in life's little moments. Episode 16, My Piano Teacher from Childhood. Fifty-one years ago, I began studying the piano with a woman who'd become, really, my sole teacher in my life. Fifty-one years, that's a long time. And I marvel now at how time has passed. Because now, more than a half century later, in a kind of way that's miraculous, my piano teacher is still alive and well and teaching, and her name is Mrs. Marilyn Sophus. She's there teaching in the same house to which I used to come each week on a Tuesday or Wednesday, each week making my way from school to take my lesson with her as I grew, starting in second grade and then third and fourth and fifth and on into high school. And she's there still teaching and dedicated to her students as she was to me. To have this connection over all these years is something that's meaningful in a way that moves me deeply. Because I'm here now, many thousands of miles away from where she lives and from where I grew up. And to hear her voice on the phone and for us to talk as we do brings me back. It evokes the feeling of myself as that young person, that young child that I was in those early years, a feeling of it as if it was just yesterday. My piano teacher, still teaching over a half century since I first began studying with her, is like having a touch point back to that time. Indeed, when I speak to her, it's actually as if time doesn't exist, and that is an amazing gift. We talk about our lives now, how she's still teaching on the same grand pianos which I played in the same living room, the majestic sycamore tree that was like a sentinel in front of her home and which greeted me each time I came for my lesson. That tree is there too, still. And it makes me sense that there's a kind of human need, I think, to find some real connection to our past. That's what I'm realizing in describing all this to you. And that's what I'm realizing when I talk to my piano teacher, Mrs. Sophus, as I did this morning. And I called her from near where I love sitting near the sea where I spend so much of my time my blessed time going each day as I do to look out over the ocean and to see if I can spot the whales and the dolphins, to see if I can detect their presence, their misty puffs of breath emerging from the water. So this morning it came to me as I was watching those wonderful sea creatures. It came to me to call my piano teacher to chat. And that's from whence this reflection comes now. Because as we were talking, it really was like time dissolved. And I was brought back to my own childhood, my youth, 
and the visits I'd make each week to see her, to study piano, and those studies continued with her for ten years, until finally I left my home and went to college. And there at college, though I did try to study piano, and try to continue, given how much my life was devoted to music and to playing, that's what I'd wanted to do, but no one I endeavored to study with there approximated the feeling that I had with my piano teacher from home. There was a kind of feeling of emptiness or shallowness, so I ended up taking a different turn in my academic life at college, and things moved in a very different direction. Because of that, my piano teacher from childhood would remain as the one true teacher and mentor I'd have. So 51 years later, as I spoke to Mrs. Sofas, and I still find it most natural and comfortable to refer to her as I did when I was a little girl, I am easily brought back to that time, those 10 years when I was young, when I would go to her house each week, when I'd sit on the piano bench at her Steinway Grand in her living room, the metronome there on the side of the piano, and a second piano next to the one I'd play on, that one she would sit at and play. And each week I'd perform for her the things that I was studying. At first it was little pieces by Bach and a piece called Pony Trot, the music of which I still have, and other little pieces that I loved by composers like Dmitry Kabalevsky. He wrote these lovely little children's pieces called A Short Story and Novelette, poignant little pieces. And over time, I developed in my skill and ability with my teacher's help and grew to play more and different music by Mozart and the beautiful Debussy Preludes. And Mrs. Sofas would always play things for me and then I'd choose what I liked I'd always be allowed and encouraged to play the things that I liked best, and then I'd go home, and sitting at my own piano in the living room, the leaded glass windows opening to the maple tree outside and the yard beyond, I'd practice the things I was studying and take delight in them. So this morning, as I was speaking by phone to my teacher, to my beloved teacher from all those years ago, I was taken back to those times sitting with her in her living room, sitting and playing at her piano. And being taken back to that time, well, that's a gift. It's like a gift that enhances what she gave me then and makes it even more deeply resonant. It's like the hours and hours that we spent as I grew from a girl of eight to nine to a young teen into a teenager, and finally to when I was 18 and then left for college, those hours and weeks and months and years of my most formative period in life, as it is for each of us, those are what I remembered with her and we shared between us. And my piano teacher, as I'm realizing, has a very good memory so as we were talking, I heard her voice, and it sounded just the same as when I was young. And she said to me, she said, you know, my home looks just the same, too. 
and indeed that was my memory when I'd last visited her before I moved far away. And the fact that it stayed the same, that her living room and the pianos and the fireplace, that everything looks the same, keeps me anchored in a very moving way to my life then, to myself as a young person. There's something in that of enormous value and enormous meaning. And that's why, dear listeners, I wanted to share this with you here, because as I think about this, I, I think, you know, our lives are wrought amidst and by what we experience and where we experience it, where we've spent that early time, that precious and formative time in our lives. It's wrought by all of that. No matter who we are, I believe, it's wrought by the place and the people from whence we've come. That's the nature of our lives. We are formed of and by those places, those people, the surroundings we had when we were just small. And so as I spoke with my dear piano teacher and heard her voice and imagined her living room, and she told me that she was still teaching and how much she loves it, how it's the most meaningful thing for her. And I shared with her that now I have many little piano students too, and how darling they are. So these beautiful things we shared between us. And at the very end of the conversation, she said something that was really poignant to me. She said, You know, Jess, I always remember you as that little girl and how you grew into a beautiful teen, to the older girl you'd become. I always remember that. And as my piano teacher uttered those words, I felt myself return to that time, that place, the feeling of being that child 51 years ago. It was like all the cells in my body and my very heart were made warm and whole and complete in hearing her say that. And I think we really are still the children that we were. We grow, yes, but the gift of having someone in my own life, someone who remembers me from then, the person who gave me the gift of nurturing the music that was in me and helping me grow and learn and become the pianist and the teacher that I am, she's giving me a great gift now all these 51 years later, a gift of simply feeling that place in me that has never changed, that place that's the same, that place that delights and yearns and thrives both on music and on being anchored back to the origin of myself then, as I think all of us do, All of us long for that, that same beautiful connection to who we were all the way back then. So that's the gift my piano teacher gave me this morning as we spoke. And for that and so, so much more, I'll be forever grateful.